Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? definitely ready for the weekend. I don't have anything planned. I'm just ready for the weekend. I did hot yoga yesterday. Took a nice long shower. There you go. Way ordered myself some sushi. It was a good day. You had a good day? Yeah. Now, where Steve, on the other hand, is in constant struggle with sick baby. Yeah, she's still got the runny nose and the cough and stuff, so she coughed herself awake this morning about an hour before I was supposed to wake up. That and then that was up with her and didn't get her to finally go back to sleep until about 15 minutes after I should have left for work. Uh, <laughs> now, does that wake up your wife when all that's going on? Or is she a light sleeper or a heavy sleeper? Uh, usually it wakes her up. Uh, today, I I was able to keep the crying to a minimum, so it didn't wake her up, thankfully. That would drive me crazy because you got to keep You're worried that you're going to wake her up because you don't want her to have a crap day. And Yeah, because if, if Izzy would have stayed up, I mean, that's that's rough for Britt having to wake up that early. Yeah, and then she has to do a whole day where you actually said, thank God for daycare. You can Because she's back in daycare, right? Yeah, they're back in daycare, yeah. Charlotte's back in daycare, uh, even nope. though there was a, a small fear of some sickness floating around yeah, or something like that. Yeah, there's a little croup outbreak. The what? Classroom. I, I thought the croup was something like from the 30s. Uh, it's like a childhood disease. It's just basically like an upper respiratory infection. Just a oh. barking cough and stuff, but fever. and It's, it's not fun, though. Did you say a barking cough? Barking cough, yeah. Uh, it's like <laughs> bear with the dog. That's <laughs> bear with the dog right now with our neighbor dog. So our neighbor's, uh, my neighbor's that daughter who's older with kids, uh, he's retired. Uh, her dog is staying over, and he's got a mm-hmm. fenced-in yard. Mm-hmm. But he and Barrett are just snipping at each other, and he keeps just snipping the side of Barrett's mouth when they go through the fence at oh. each other. Oh. Is it yeah. also a big dog? Yeah, and I mean, not a boxer pit, but a little younger. Mm-hmm. A little excited, you know what I mean? Uh, and, and yes. Eric's a More great energy. neighbor. <laughs> yeah, Eric and Gene are great neighbors, but uh, they just, it's, what are you going to do? Yeah. Right. yeah. And it just, it, like, we try and keep them apart, and you have to do that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And you're like grabbing your dog <laughs> as he's struggling all around. I was hanging out with uh, Norm, the neighbor, last night and Renee a little bit. Things apparently getting back to normal, like dance. They're already, like the kids are going back to school in like a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Summer's flown by that much. I, I mean, know. I was thinking about that yesterday. Like how quickly, the, like it's August. What? Yeah. <laughs> August is uh, what? Sunday or something like that? I think so. Yeah. I think it's Sunday. So today is probably payday for a bunch of you. We have a lot of stuff going on here today. Uh, we're definitely going to have an Olympic update for you. A really awkward interview with an Olympian from another country that I'm going to share with you later. It was very... Uh, it's like vi- funny awkward? Like awkward. Like, huh. awkward. Like, the hmm. guy could have gotten a little bit uh, inappropriate on, you know, just because he was teed up and he didn't, and he had a really hard time doing it. It's really funny. I'll share with you later on today. 
after 7 o'clock. Miami, a lot of stuff going on there. They came up with a genius idea that Steve, I think, thought of a while ago. And today in the 8 o'clock hour, Sex in the City. You ever heard the phrase, jump the shark? No. Jump the shark means uh, when you've gone too far and people lose interest in the franchise. Oh, gosh. And something's happening on the movie set of Sex the City, Sex in the City, and people are uh, picking up on it. And a lot of people are saying, no. I didn't even hear about this. Or, yeah, it's a movie, right? It's not it's a series. It's a, it's a series. It'll be on HBO Max next year. Okay, so it's they're doing a 10, 10 spot yep, or something like yep. that? Okay. So on the series of Sex in the City, they're doing something, and people are... I need you to try and wait till later. I'm not going to look you. it up, yeah. <laughs> People are actually really mad. Like, really, really, really oh, mad. Wow. This doesn't have anything to do with Samantha slash Kim Cattrall, right? No, not oh, at all. Okay. No one even cares about her anymore. She's irrelevant. <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, you know when you're having a meeting with somebody or if you're having a very important conversation rather than just chilling out with your friends? Yeah. You'll sometimes want to drop different words to sound a little bit more intelligent than you even may be. Okay. Like, for example, you might say, instead of saying, hey, I really want to do this now, or, you know, hey, you know, if you really look at this now, I think it would be best for us to blank, blank, blank. You'd say, if you really look at a, this situation at this point in time, blank, blank, blank. Mm-hmm. So use the word, the phrase at this point in time instead mm-hmm. of the word now. So somebody asked a bunch of grammar nuts to name other redundant fra- phrases that bug them or things of that nature that would make them sound smarter. And I think this is fascinating. I think if you got a meeting like in the next week or two, you should try it. For example, in my opinion, which I'm assuming this stuff really bothers you, Steve, because you're a grammar nut. Uh, it depends on the specific stuff, but some of it does, yeah. Like we, we usually know it's your opinion. You don't have to say in my opinion because yeah. right? it's coming out of your mouth. In my opinion, I feel that it's also <laughs> I mean, it's the also, same thing. It's also a stall tactic too. A lot of people use a uh, some uh, saying something is uh, estimate estimated to be around a certain number. You already said it's an estimate. No need to say it twice. Yeah. Right. Another one is general consensus. There's no consensus 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 that isn't general. General. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, calling something an actual fact. As opposed to those non-factual non-actual facts. Non-actual like, facts, like, yeah. <laughs> Bingo, bingo. Now you're getting it. Uh, I feel badly about that. People think it sounds smarter than I feel bad. But it's actually wrong, just like you wouldn't say you feel greatly about that. Yeah. I feel greatly about that. And uh, postpone until later. I mean, postpone means later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and uh, saying uh, the reason being instead of because. Is another one that drives people crazy. I've never even heard that said. Uh, reason, reason being, being now the reason being. Oh, I, even, I, I th- okay, yeah, yeah, I have heard that. Yeah, the reason being, I even brought this up was blank instead of. I, you, know, you could even you say the word like. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, f- you know, here I'll use it in a sentence. I feel badly, but I need to postpone our meeting until later. The reason being, I forgot about it. Very odd. It's all from CNBC, and I was thinking about these. What are these phrases that really kind of trick your trig trigger like the word like drives me crazy now and i used to get caught in that bubble where you're saying like 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 connie of connie and fisher we lost earlier this year to cancer is dude really she hated dude she hated it dude especially if you called her dude what's up dude yeah i'd be like you know i mean come on dude we can do this we can do this with the show and she'd be like really i'm a woman 
Don't call me a dude. <laughs> she hated dude. Is there one that really bothers you? Uh, Steve? I know. Well, the funny one is uh, regardless versus irregardless. Ir- oh, my God. But uh, apparently <laughs> irregardless is now considered a word. So Which is not. That. No. The dictionary yeah. did that this year? Is not this year there? specifically, but they've done it in the last few years. Yeah. Not this year unspecifically? <laughs> oh, there we go. Look at this thing I did. Yeah. He did that. He didn't even realize oh, it. I did it. I did it. All right. Today's text question of the day. It's Friday. We do a thing called Flashback Friday with the text question of the day. And this one's from Halloween. It is. Uh, Halloween of 2019. What's the scariest thing that ever happened to you? You can text in. You can message via the app from October 31st of 2019. What is the scariest thing that's ever happened to you, Christine? So I was going to talk about a car accident, but I figured since this was from Halloween, I share my own paranormal experience. Your own paranormal experience? Yeah, like my, like what, um, so years ago, we did a ghost hunt in this building. This is before you were here, Fish. Okay. Uh, we did a ghost hunt, and there's no doubt in my mind, I brought something back home with me. Oh, my God. Because, um, there was, uh, like, there was just always this uneasiness presence and my lights would start flickering and turning off and on. My TV would turn on in the middle of the night. Mind you, none of this was happening before. And then the scariest part was one day I was sleeping and it felt like someone had laid next to me. Like I just felt like my bed had kind of went down and all of a sudden my pillow felt like it went over my face and I started like I couldn't breathe and started suffocating. Okay. I'm not I'm not even kidding. Oh, this wow. Yeah, so I like immediately started saying our fathers and Hail Marys and just kind of felt the pressure release and I legit I can't even believe I'm like sharing this, but I am. And I had to like like stand in my living room and tell whatever was there that they need to leave and are not allowed back in here. And I will not watch any like demonic movies i will not watch any like thing that can remotely be real as far as horror movies so because to me that's inviting that in and i feel like ever since that ghost hunt i opened up myself to that type of thing and i don't want it ever open again so i closed myself off have you seen the trailer for the new ghostbusters movie (laughs) for real Uh, Uh, no i haven't it looks phenomenal I can't believe I'm saying that. It wow. looks, it's like a Stranger Things meets Ghostbusters. Okay. It looks really good. I, so Christine, essentially, when asked what's the scariest thing that ever happened to you, you're saying you're so cool that even a ghost wanted to go home with you. <laughs> I mean, if you want to put it in that way, but I don't want to be that cool because I don't want anything like that in my home again. It was really creepy. It was it was going on for like a month. I'm not kidding. It's it, it, you know I. You can believe me or not. I know my yeah. experience. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. That's what I was gonna say. It's yeah. your experience, whether it's you know actual or factual or whatever. I mean, is some people would say yes, some people would say no, and it was in, all in your head and. Somehow you tried to suffocate yourself with a pillow. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Steve, uh, Flashback Friday text question of the day from October th- uh, 31st of 2019. What's the scariest thing that's ever happened to you? Uh, mine would have to be, and I think this is the one I told when this was uh, the actual text question of the day. Me and my friends were going to an abandoned house that was like an old summer home from the Ford family. All right, hold back on. Back in the Detroit area. Hold on. 
This doesn't have paranormal activity oh, stuff okay, to it, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we were hoping there were ghosts and stuff, and we were, like, walking around and checking out, like, what was inside and, and whatnot. It was in the middle of the night. The uh, house was way back in the woods, and, like, all the, the path to it, it, the driveway had overgrown and everything. And uh, so we're in there looking around, and we go down into this little basement area. We notice that it's, like, cleaned up. Like, there's a, mo a fresh mop and bucket. Like, there's somebody obviously living there. There's, like, some stuff there, whatever. So, like, we start to get, like, freaked out. Like, okay, we need to leave now just in case this dude comes back or whatever. So, yeah. we, we go, and we're going up the stairs. And when we get to the front of the house, we see a bunch of lights outside and, like, flashlights. And so, we're, like, freaking out. And all of a sudden, we hear this big, booming voice oh, that is, like, crap. this is the police. We, heard, we got a disturbance call. <laughs> and we're, like, oh, my God. Oh, wow. So, we walk outside. It turns out... It was one of our friends that didn't meet us up uh, earlier in the night, but knew we were there. Uh -huh. Was faking being the police <laughs> and Are rolled up serious? to the house. Yeah, <laughs> and got a flashlight. That's still scary. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> that's brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant. Okay, text question of the day: the scariest thing that's ever happened to you. Mine is. Uh, I think when we did this, this is flashback Friday from 2019, October 31st. I think mine is actually the same one I said as well. So when I was 15, I worked at Mahoney's IJ as a bagger or whatever, got promoted to meat man, you know, whatever. And when I was 15 years old, I saved up money and saved up money, saved up money, and I bought a car. Uh, it was a Pontiac T1000, it was a beater. It was like 800 bucks or something. So I'm 16 now and change, and I'm driving it from uh, Langsburg to Okemos, and I'm on Woodbury Road. So, no, actually, this, this curve now is uh, an interstate exit. But I'm Woodbury Road and I'm curving and my axle snapped in the car on the curve. And the car rolled over three and a half times. That's scary. Yeah. Uh, I had Mountain Dew between my legs, a bottle of it. And it was all over my face. I looked like the end of a really bad movie. Because uh, it was everywhere. It splashed everywhere. And uh, they told me. Of course you me, had the Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, right. I broke my clavicle. But... They told me, like, because I was like, did I break my clavicle because I had the seatbelt on? I couldn't remember if I had a seatbelt on. Yeah. And then I, but I didn't have it on. Oh, wow. Had I had my seatbelt on, I would have died. That's, cr yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. 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 So I got like, now, by the way, the, op you know, the likelihood of you dying without a seatbelt versus with is much greater. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I, uh, yeah, and I don't know how I got out of it in the car. I'd love to say that it like blew up or something, but instead some guy bought it and then ended up driving it around town. He popped the roof out. I think we sold it to him for what I paid for it though. Sucker. <laughs> and I took my stereo out because you know, you had to put a good stereo mm -hmm. in. But as far as scary, I've never had my friend psych me out and pretend to be the cops when I was breaking. Sorry, I'm getting choked up. Breaking and entering. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, had a ghost go home with me because I'm super cool. So. I don't want to be that cool. <laughs> uh, well, it sounds like you were, right? I mean, it happened. October 31st from 2019, what's the scariest thing that's ever happened to you? Your stories that are coming in on our social media, which is still for now, Connie and Fish. Your stories are amazing. Keep them coming. You could also text the show or message via the app. It's a free download. And the text question of the day we told you just a little bit ago. Uh, flashback Friday from October 31st of 2019. Yes, Halloween. What's the scariest thing that ever happened to you? Tracy's on the phone with us right now. Tracy, do you have a story for us? Did you like go on a ghost hunt and then you're surprised that they followed you home? No, but I could talk about that, but that isn't the scariest thing that ever happened to me. Wow. Okay. Well, what is it? 
Uh, several years ago, probably about 10 years ago, I was out in Colorado helping my cousin move, and we were in Boulder. We had grabbed some lunch and found a place by a park to go sit and eat it. And we were sitting out on these rocks that were going into the river, and it created like a nice little shallow area oh, by, no. by the by like the bank and then where the rocks were and then the other bank was like a little bit of a, a rapid because it, the rocks created this like it was probably about a four foot drop okay and people were tubing through it and having fun and i'm just sitting there with my cousin we're talking and just sitting out on these rocks eating and all of a sudden i look down and there's a little boy floating oh, face shut up. up no Sorry. Up, oh, God. looking, looking at me, but under the water. So he was like three inches under the water, just floating. So oh. he had been playing with his mom at the bank and got swept up in the current because we're out in Boulder. So there's a, you know, yeah. obviously gravity. And it was so surreal to me that I just handed my cousin my lunch and reached for him. And I didn't say a word because I was just like, this can't even be true. <laughs> And when I reached him, the current was so fast that I reached the, into the water. It pulled me oh in. Oh, my gosh. No, wait, I, mean, I have to clarify something. <laughs> this little boy that's floating, is he? he's dead? No, no, he's alive. He's looking oh. right at me. He's looking shocked and terrified. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, sorry. Uh, so you no, I wouldn't him. say that. That would be an awful story. No, this is a good story. Oh, this is a good, <laughs> scary story. Okay, go ahead. So, um... So I just reached in, but when I did, the current just pulled me in with him. We both went down that four-foot drop, and I, I I hate being in water that I don't know. So I just jumped out when I was able to land in, like, the where it was, like, kind of slowing down again. Yeah. Like, lower. And I jumped up, and I had the kid in my arms. I don't even know how. And I jumped up, and I was just like, I didn't know if he could swim. I didn't know if he could swim. Oh. <laughs> I, was like, I was just like, I'm sorry, I have a strange kid in my arm. I just, you know, and I was just, I was so terrified for being in that water. And, and he was fine, and I was fine. Oh, and, wow. Oh, thank God. I mean, yeah. you this story. It, it was like, Here's a tip. The next time you tell one of your friends that story, Tracy, started out with he's not dead. <laughs> I was like, uh, but thank you for sharing it. That's why, how wonderful that you. So that you saved the kid's life, right? Well, I assume so. I mean, I mean you're kind of a hero. You're kind of a hero, dude. Yeah, you're, you're so much of a hero. I'll do this for you. Here, hold on. <laughs> That's right, Tracy, saving lives and uh, scaring the crap out of us when she tells a story because we thought there was a dead kid in it. It scared me. I mean, that's why it was the scariest moment of my life. Yeah. Hamburger, and that's a perfect answer for the text question of the day. Thank you very, very much for your call. You can message yours in. You can text via the app. You know the drill, right? It's Friday. That means uh, the movies are coming out. Now, Steve, what movies are we looking at today here? We are checking out Jungle Cruise and Stillwater. And there's another big one, too, but I didn't have time to review that one. That's the Green Knight, yeah, right? Yeah, the Green Knight, yeah, which is, like, based on one of those Arthurian tales. So, like, to Arthurian, you mean, like, King Arthur? Yeah. So, did it do okay, though, the, the Green Knight one? Because I was kind of curious about that, but I'm definitely 
curious about the rocks movie uh the green knight actually got the best reviews out of the three movies well let's find out who two and three are then let's take a listen to steve's movie v- reviews right now let's all go to the movies let's all go to the movies let's all go to the movies and here is your host Steve, this week we are checking out two brand new movies out in theaters and we're kicking it off with matt damon's new movie stillwater stillwater is the story of a man who is trying to get his daughter released from a foreign prison for a crime she didn't commit allison came here for college and that's where she met this girl, Lena. One night she found Lena dead and called the police. All they cared about was Allison sleeping with some Arab girl. I loved her. I know you did. But everybody thinks that I killed her. He finds help from a local woman, but finding the real murderer is not going to be easy. You seen that guy before? No one would talk to you, trust me. I'm not from here. It's not safe for you. Stillwater is giving okay reviews with Rotten Tomatoes scoring it at 70%, but Metacritic wasn't as kind with a 58 out of 100. You can see Stillwater in theaters right now. The big movie this weekend is Disney's Jungle Cruise, starring Emily Blunt and Dwayne Johnson. There is a legend in the jungles of the Amazon of a tree that heals all. It could change the world. Whoa, that sounds totally epic. What do you think about that, Dwayne Johnson? I've been looking for this tree longer than anybody. I've tracked the legend to every village, every island, nothing. You're searching for something that can't be found. Oh, well, okay then, what should we do? Let's do something that's safe. Let's go see some elephants. There are no elephants in the Amazon, and I don't even like elephants. Lady, everybody likes elephants. I mean, he's not wrong, elephants are pretty great. Critics are giving mixed reviews to Jungle Cruise, Rotten Tomatoes scores at a 64%, but Metacritic only gave Jungle Cruise a 50 out of 100. You can see Jungle Cruise in theaters right now, but you'll have to wait to get this one on Disney+. And that's what's playing at the movies. You just learned about the movies, you just learned about the movies. Movies. You just learned about the movies. Don't you wish you were me. That's hey, Steve. Steve. I'm Steve. Hi, Steve. Hi. Okay, so Jungle Cruise. Eh. Eh, I mean, I'm going to see it once it comes to Disney Plus 100%. Like, I like those kinds of action funded uh, yeah. kid style movies. I wonder why they're not doing the Disney Plus thing where you can get it for 30 bucks. I wonder if that's because of Scarlett Johansson. Because I think it was going to be on Disney Plus until recently. Yeah, I had no reason to believe otherwise. Yeah, so uh, Scarlett Johansson, by the way, uh, the Black Widow, the movie Black mm-hmm. Widow, she's suing Disney. Uh, so these, a lot of these movie stars, they get back-end deals in movies. So, like, uh, Robert Downey Jr. had a huge back-end of all the franchises from right. Marvel. From Marvel, yeah. Probably still does. Uh, so she, she gets a back-end of Black Widow. I think her base was only $12 million. Uh, that's terrible, isn't it? I know. Ugh. But with the box office being so weak as it is, and Disney Plus pushes out that $30 rental thing where 100 people could watch the movie, Yeah, she's losing money. So she's actually suing him. She said her bonus structure into her contract was based on how the movie performed, and she's lost millions of dollars. So she's suing Disney for the, for the money that she's losing? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, man, I can't yeah, blame probably her. when they built the uh, the back end deal for that contract. It was before it COVID. Pre COVID, mm-hmm. yeah. And so oh, there yeah. was no reason to believe that it was going to open to a much, much smaller audience. Right. So she got twenty million correction. I remember the click of six texted that in for me. Thank you. She got uh, twenty million, but she was supposed to get more, more money based on top of that as yep. well. Yeah. So they'll probably I mean, and it could be another twenty million. I mean, it could be a lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So it'll be fascinating to see how that works out for her. So uh yeah, again, Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney, and she's done with them anyway. She's suing, by the way, Disney owns Marvel, yes. in case you don't have Disney Plus and you didn't know that. So knowledge can come from a wide variety of different places. It uh, can. We definitely talk about that on the daily. And Christine, your task today is to let us know where knowledge is coming from. It's coming from a recorder while you're playing Hot Cross Buns. 
Okay. Do you remember having to do that in school? Yes, yes. elementary school. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Here we go. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? Ah, knowledge. Do you remember back in the day? Back in the day when you were a little, little one. You gathered knowledge from a wide variety of places, including when you would play hot cross buns on the recorder when you were in middle school. <laughs> or high school, depending on your learning abilities. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor so fish. So, one day you wake up and you want to acquire knowledge again from a recorder. So you drive to your local school and they let you in the music room because you've made a donation. And you grab a recorder and you place it to your mouth and right as you're about to play hot cross buns, a kid walks into the room and says, you're creepy. <laughs> Get out of my classroom. Then you say, hold on, kid. And the kid says, okay. And you proceed to play hot cross buns. But what you didn't realize is you forgot to wipe down the recorder before you played hot Ew. cross buns. That <laughs> was right. And there's a, a booger on it. And uh, you've actually acquired knowledge from the recorder and the booger. <laughs> the booger. From the little kid that it had put it on there. It goes down your throat, does a 180-degree turn, past your eye socket into your brain, providing knowledge. There you go. All so right. You, Good job. Moral of the story is if you eat boogers, you get smarter. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, comet tails always point away from the sun. Why? Because they're created by solar winds. Yeah. The Anto San Antonio Spurs are the only NBA team that doesn't have a losing record all time against any other NBA team. And the only team that they have an, an even record in the Portland Trail Blazers. They're 88-88 against them. Huh. Frozen Margarita Machine was invented by a guy named uh, Marino... Martinez in Dallas in 1971. So here's what he did. He uh, modified a soft serve ice cream machine to sell drinks at his Mexican restaurant. He oh. thought, well, this would be a great idea. And then he patented it and made a lot of money. Good for yeah, him. Hewlett Packard uh, actually could have been called Packard Hewlett. Bill Hewlett and Dave Packard flipped a coin to decide whose name would go first. Oh, that's funny. It's by a coin flip. People deciding things by a coin flip. Weird. Uh, the British uh, had half a million cats enlisted in their army during World War One, mostly to kill rats on ships and at bases. Mm -hmm. One of them named uh, was named Simon. He got a Medal of Valor for surviving a brutal attack and continuing to kill rats along the way. He would be called. He would be what they call a super cat. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Now you, my friends, have uh, gotten knowledge. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. So, much like the hit song from back in the day of Will Smith, Miami. Welcome to the mayor of Miami actually has come up with a uh, brilliant idea and is promoting their new uh, fundraising efforts, if you will, and it's cryptocurrency. All right. So Miami now has its own cryptocurrency. It's no called way. Miami Coin, and the funds raised from it. Now, this is very similar to something Steve was telling me about uh, a couple months ago. Are all going to help city problems like homelessness and all? It, it, it's all a charity currency. Mm -hmm. So, Steve, how does a charity currency more or less work? 
So there's other similar charity currencies where it basically takes, because uh, when cryptocurrency is traded, the price fluctuates. Yeah. And so um, money's lost and gained during that time. And these the cryptocurrencies that have a charity element to them gather a small percentage of those trades transactions each time and take that money and then put it into a charity I, I essentially think, oh i think everybody should do it i think every city should somehow do it now obviously that would flood the market but you know it's a great idea for miami yeah and i i'm sure they'll get a lot of money out of it too probably well, yeah there's a huge i have a friend that lives in miami and he had a huge i was just talking to him last night huge homelessness problem there obviously it's yeah in florida and it's uh close to a lot of stuff so uh, good for them on that one miami coin maybe everybody will get a coin you get a coin, you get a coin, Chicago coin, and all those coins, and you can buy all the coins of your favorite cities. Detroit could use it. I know that. It's a great idea for Detroit. Uh, okay. Let's talk about this dude uh, is just dumb at the zoo. Florida guy. Now, see, Miami's doing something cool with a coin. Check out this guy. A dude in Florida was hanging out at the Jacksonville Zoo, and, well, let's let this zoo patron and deputy zoo director talk about what he did. The jaguar was pawing at the fencing, and he went to paw at the fencing and apparently got injured. An individual in his 20s jumped over uh, the fence area and decided to try to interact with one of our jaguars. It looks like it was significant injury. Like, here's the thing. Why are you, like, you hear stories about kids going over the fence because they're a dumb kid. Like, kid just wasn't thinking they're a kid. Adults? Wanna, you want to go pet the jaguar? Really? He's an idiot. I hate the <laughs> phrase when people say this, but this is like the perfect one. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Right? Yeah, <laughs> a hamburger. I've, <laughs> That's I've, it right there. I don't think I've ever heard that phrase. Really? I've never heard that. Huh. Yeah, I, I've, I, I'm annoyed. I feel like I've seen so many people say it on the internet. Play <laughs> stupid games, win, win stupid, stupid prizes. Yeah, there's a whole subreddit just devoted to that type of stuff. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, why are you trying to go pet the jaguar? It's, it's don't pet the. I, no. Don't pet the jaguar. Sounds like something we might not be able to say in the air. Unless the jaguar actually. lets you or says you can pet me. Don't no, pet the jaguar. The jaguar will never say that. So don't That's, pet the jaguar. <laughs> yeah, if the jaguar says you can pet me, it wants to eat you. It's not. <laughs> and if the jaguar's talking, you're on drugs and you need to go to a hospital right away. <laughs> right? Yeah, there's a tip. That's quite the trip. <laughs> or you're watching a Disney movie. Uh, animals. Let's talk about another animal for you real quick. Mm -hmm. uh, people were responding to a noise complaint of loud music at a house. When they got there, they were surprised to find that no one was there except a cat. So the cat had turned the stereo system up way loud. Okay. The volume wheel. And uh, the people were complaining about loud music in this house. Well, it's because of the cat. The cat kept turning the volume up. <laughs> I'll leave it to the cat. Yeah, so uh, a little heads up. You might want to uh, make sure you're, uh, you don't leave your stereo on when your cat's home. Because I don't know how the cat turned on the stereo. I, I'm assuming they left the stereo on. Some people do that, though. They leave on music for their pets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a thing. Or I, the TV or... Yeah, do you leave the what? TV on? No. Do you leave music on? No. So your she cat's just sitting there in silence. She sleeps all day, whatever no, I mean, she does. Most cats do. Yeah. <laughs> so, but she, there are people I know who do that. I used to do it all the time for yeah. uh, Connie and I did it for our dog Connie, who we lost earlier this year to cancer. Connie and I did it for our dog Allie, mm -hmm. and uh, we had left it on our station that we were on at the time, and mm -hmm. someone called in and said that's really, really mean because it's going to mess with her head. She's going to identify your voices. Is it's that not going to be soothing. Though? Yeah. 
I actually agreed with him. It's it's not soothing for Allie the dog to hear our voices. At, well, Allie the dog is no longer with us. She's probably with Connie. Uh, well, she's definitely no longer with us. Anyway, Allie would it, it'd freak her out to hear our voices and like, why, where are we? Oh, so it would give her anxiety yeah. trying to yeah. look for you. That yeah, so sense. much like our managers do when we're on the air, you should have your cat listen to another radio station. <laughs> <laughs> there you noted. Go. Yeah, and that's kind of how we get to do what we want. Uh, Today's text question of the day, what's the scariest thing that's ever happened to you? It's a flashback Friday from October 31st of 2019, and Christine went ghost hunting and uh, took one home with her, Yeah, more or less. I mean, that's more or less that's no, what that's it was. Exa- yeah, definitely. So point where, and then and it, it was did, scary. <laughs> it, yeah, so that's a, that's a hell of a story right there, and it apparently tried to suffocate her, and there was a whole... Bunch of stuff. If you missed it, you can check it out on the podcast linked from Mix957GR.com. So let's talk about money and celebrities. So I've always found it fascinating some of the things these celebrities buy. So, like, if you're Justin Bieber and you're worth millions and millions and millions and kajillions of dollars, or Kanye and Kim, like, good Lord, Nicolas Cage, Oprah. Mike Tyson, just a few of celebrities I found on this BuzzFeed article I was reading. It's so funny, like, with all these really famous or just really rich people, you have so much money, you're like, I, you just start buying random crap. That's exactly right, and uh, this would be an example here. Justin Bieber, uh, I, rem- I remember this story, actually, bought a Cadillac uh, CTSV, had it transformed into a Batmobile. Oh, yeah, I oh, remember yeah. that. That's worth $250 million, or a quarter million, $250,000. He spent 5K on a custom gold grill for a Halloween costume and 15K on a custom rose gold grill. That's silly. Yeah. That's silly. It's money. Kim and Kanye furnished their Bel Air mansion with four gold-plated toilets. I remember that, too. Mm-hmm. 750000 bucks. Uh, Nicholas Cage. I remember this one back in the day. $300,000 on a dinosaur skull uh, before returning it to Mongolia because it turned out to be stolen. He also bought a haunted house in the country. Like uh, the most, the, the world's most haunted house of all the haunted houses. No thanks. It's the La Lori La Lori Mansion in New Orleans, and a castle in Germany. Nicholas Cage had the Superman thing too. He bought a hundred fifty thousand dollar comic book. It was the first Superman. Yeah, yeah. Which, he went crazy with his money for a while. Yeah, like and then he lost it all, uh-huh. bankrupt. Right. Oprah bought a marble and onyx bathtub that was molded to the shape of her body. What? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Huh. I mean, she's got the money. Mike Tyson, $2 million, 24-karat gold bathtub for his wife at the time. And Paris Hilton had a $325,000 doghouse built that was modeled after her mansion. I think I remember seeing that. Yeah. It's it's insane. Kim Basinger back in the day was like uh, 1989 bought a whole town for 20 million. Wow! In Georgia, she wanted to make it a tourist destination. Really? Yeah. Miley Cyrus bought a Range Rover just to take her dogs in because uh, <laughs> they weren't allowed in her other cars. Oh, rich people problems. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. I gotta get this. What'd you get this Range Rover for? Oh, well, you my know. dogs. Well, Tyrese Gibson back in the day. This is one of my favorite mm-hmm. ones. He bought a private island for his daughter. Who was only eight years old. What? Huh. Yeah, I remember that one. He's now Tyrese Gibson, correct me if I'm wrong, Fast and Furious. Yep. Yeah, and he's the one that was complaining about The Rock. He said he needed work and he needed money because, the, and The Rock didn't have him in his uh, spinoff, Hobbs and Shaw movie. And he complained about The Rock and that he needed money while he bought 
a private island for his daughter, who that's was crazy. eight. No, well, that's why he lost all of his money. Well, he that's, bought the yeah, island. Yeah, I mean, not the only <laughs> that's why reason. Why he but needed that spinoff? If you're buying an eight, if you're buying an island for an eight-year-old, you're buying a lot of other stupid crap. Oh, right? 100 <laughs> percent. So then I read this list and I start thinking about it. I'm like, yeah. huh? What would I do? If I had that type of money, like, what's the fun thing would I do? I'd buy an island? Yeah. I think I, most people I know would love their own little island. It'd be great. Bathtub molded after the shape of my body? No. Hell no. No. Not doing that one. Well, what are you going to buy? You have unlimited funds. You could buy one. It's got to be stupid. Oh, it has to be stupid? It's got to be stupid. It's not, you're not going to feed the homelessness or cure disease, all that. You're, you're going to do that stuff if you can anyway. So, it's got to be stupid. What are you gonna do? So, uh, so my dream car wouldn't. Is that's not considered stupid, well, or what's, would it? What's Unless your... it's a really stupid, expensive car. It is. Yeah. It is stupid, expensive. It's a uh, G wagon. I wanted it all murdered out, which is everything's black means. and mat- matted. Oh, yeah. You, you want a a Mercedes G wagon? You want a murdered out? Yes. Okay. That's what it's called when everything's bl- like the rims are black, the entire car is black. Mm. Murdered out. Yep. That's what it's called. I know, but Murdered it's, out, you say. It's a terrible phrase. <laughs> right? Uh, it's a terrible phrase. There's so That's many. That's just the phrase for it. Hold on. G-Wagon. Uh. Murdered out. There it is. Let's see what it is. Yep. That's that's it right there. Yeah. Huh. Murdered out, Steve. That's real murdered out. Yeah. That's a... Uh, I want a G-Wagon... That's angeled out. So would that be <laughs> all, all white. white? All white. Yeah. I want an angeled out. I want an angeled out G Wagon. What do hey, you want? We'll be sort of twinsies. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Except I actually would prefer the murdered out, terrible phrase G Wagon. Why not a G Wagon that's all black with tinted windows? Why don't you just say that? I don't know. That's just the phrase. Ask whoever came up with it. Whoever, you, whoever murdered out the first car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the when you text murdered you out, is it like M-D-R-D out? No, it's or just, it's it just like M-O? murdered. M-U. So it's not, it's just mur- M-U? Yeah, like the way you spell murder, but add an E-D at the end. So you just Murdered M-U. out. I want to, mur- no, I'm saying that when you text it. Oh. Do you abbreviate it? M-O? No, no. I want to m- mow my... G wagon? <laughs> no. Okay. It'd be M O G, Mog. Steve, what do you want? Unlimited money, or are you hyper focused on this murdered out G wagon? <laughs> I mean, the G wagon's pretty crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess I the it's not super crazy, but I would just like to have a uh, a pilot and a plane to there fly you go. me wherever the hell I want to go. Heck yeah! Why don't you murder out your plane? You could. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it'd be pretty baller if it was all like the plane was all black and everything, and you could tint the windows if you want. But you don't. Could. Mm-hmm. Tint and them. then we'll, I'll be flying. I'll be sitting next to the pilot, and I'll be like, you know what? It's not completely murdered out yet. Then I push him out the door, and I go, ha, 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 ha. and then the plane crashes, and I die too. There you go. You wow, forgot that's like a to, dark turn. Forgot to take lessons, didn't you? Right. The Olympics are going on, and uh, we have, of course, what we try and do every day is give you a little nug on what's going on in the Olympics. As of last night. Here is your heavy metal count. China, 16 gold medals! Japan, 15 gold medals! USA, 14 gold medals! Russia, 9 gold medals! 
this a jam? Like, <laughs> it's the heavy metal count. I dig it. <laughs> so, uh, United States not doing as well as we were in, as far as leads go with the metal count. Obviously, you picked up on that. We're in number three. But the big story is 18-year-old Suni Lee uh, becoming the fifth straight United States gymnast to win the all-around individual title. So, it was uh, before her was Simone Biles, Gabby Douglas, then Natasha uh, Licken. Or whatever you say, however you say her last name, I'm sure it's not Licken. Uh, Carly Patterson in 04, and then Mary Lou Ratton was way back in the day. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's kind of cool that she got to step up. And the neat thing that NBC's been doing is letting them connect after they win the medal with their families back home, which is what they did with Suni Lee when she won the gold and her family in St. Paul. They were watching, and I knew I just wanted to go out there and do my best. I didn't think I would come out on top, but that's always the goal. I mean, it's just been so crazy. I'm so happy that my family was watching. They're here with me virtually. I wish they were here in real life, but that's okay. You know, when you, it's really cute, and when you watch those Olympics and you see their bodies, and I, and I mean this for the men and the women, they're in ridiculous shape. I know. Oh, yeah. It's unbelievable. So they said, what are you going to do to celebrate? And I loved her response. I don't even know. I'm going to go eat a pizza. Like, that's all I've been craving this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> she probably hasn't had a pizza in, like, months. No, because Be- they're training. Oh, nonstop. Nonstop. Yeah. And think about this. So Simone Biles is out, and, they, and I'm sure all the coaches said to the Olympians that were there from the United States, like this, or any country, this is your chance. Yeah. The unbeatable one is not in this thing right now. You need to, and a lot of people are saying that it was selfish that she even went to the Olympics. Simone Biles. They're saying, you know what, she clearly knew there was something going on. There was stuff that happened before the Olympics. She's saying it's mental issues. So mentally something didn't happen based on her performances before the Olympics right away. Some people saying it's selfish. Some people saying she qualified. She has the right to go. Right. Mm-hmm. It's her decision that she almost screwed the U.S. on that. But clearly, the uh, United States does great with the Olympics. But I want to talk about two different things that I found fascinated. fascinating. One is out of England, okay? There's a British swimmer who won the Olympic gold in a freestyle relay. And he was asked a question. And I want you to, when she asks him this question... Just be very quiet, and you'll hear just the pause when he really wants to get uh, give her an inappropriate answer. It's fair enough in this situation. And, Matt, also for you, you're 18 years old. It's your first Olympics, and you swam. Honestly, your third leg was just phenomenal. Sorry? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I haven't actually had a chance to watch it back yet. I've, I've tried to find it, and I'm having some trouble trouble finding the video of the race. Yeah, I, I'm... <laughs> I'm sorry, you, uh, you, what did you say? Your third leg was just phenomenal. Huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm- Yeah. I'd be like, thanks for the compliment. Yeah, right, uh, third leg, <laughs> I, he, he didn't- It's not uh, the first time I've been told that. Yeah, there's a million <laughs> things he could have said to it. And, I, and it's, he and Jessica Fox are my favorite right now. Yeah. Jessica Fox is an Australian kayaker. Uh, she had a little problem with her kayak. Uh, the, the nose of the kayak got damaged. So you have to repair it with something called carbon finish, Mm -hmm. okay? She needed something to hold the mixture in place. What do you think Jessica Fox used? Christine, you can go first, to hold the mixture in place. Uh, she used tape. Okay, duct tape. And I want to share that story. Okay. (laughs) What do you think? 
I will guess that she used her butt. Her butt? Her butt. Which would lead me to share the story. Yep. I'm no. changing my answer. Headband. Which, again, I would be like, yes. <laughs> You're all wrong. She actually used one of her Olympic condoms. Oh, well, thank goodness for those. Funny. I thought yeah. they weren't handing those out. I guess they did. No, they did. They handed out, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, uh, man, she got some. <laughs> she had them. She had like a, they gave her a 12 pack. She had half of one left, and she used it to hold the kayak stuff in place. How do you use half? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> She's Australian. Nah, yeah. Everything's weird when you're down under, Steve. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, there's your Olympic update for you. Uh, what, what's it? No, <laughs> just <laughs> nothing. Continue. Oh, okay, well, we'll move on. You good? We should. Oh, Third okay. legs down under, you know. <laughs> oh, no idea what she's doing. No, I have no clue, man. Yeah. Weird. Something's this whole thing got weird. So, yesterday we did a rando text, though, which was more or less about. Uh, remember, it was a guy who's he's been working remotely, and his company said anyone who's been vaccinated has to come back to the office. Those who are unvaccinated uh, can stay home. And he asked us if he should lie uh, to his employer to basically continue working from home. And say, hey, I haven't been vaccinated. Yeah. Because well, he's a grad and he's going to grad school. Yeah, yeah. So um, he was listening yesterday and uh, we have an update. Okay. So he emailed me and he said, I guess I took some of the listeners' advice since um, uh, he goes, I have an interview. This was yesterday. He had an interview with another company with a better flex schedule. I asked him how it went. He said it went very well. He'll find out next week, by the end of next week, if he got it. Moving on. He also said, apparently, a coworker of mine heard. Uh, Heard the show and put two and two together and messaged me. Is this your rando texto? I so agree. So I guess somehow there are two listeners in the same company. Better let management know you have seven listeners now. Uh, Love you guys and thanks for the input. That is awesome. That is awesome. And good luck with your job. And yeah. maybe your other coworker will leave too. Or exactly. Get a, or they get your job and it's a promotion. Anyway, however it works. Out, yeah. I don't know. Today's rando texto. Nexto. Today's text question of the day is a flashback Friday from October 31st of 2019. What is the scariest thing that ever happened to you? Steve had a friend mess with him, and he went to a house that was supposed to be abandoned, and he made it look like he was the cops and just yep. scared the crick because you were trespassing. We were trespassing, and there was probably some homeless person living there because it looked recently cleaned up. What really throws me, though, is that you said he had a mop. There was a, yeah, there was a mop and bucket in the corner, and, like, you could tell, like, the whole house was trashed except for this one room where it was clean, and it was, like, the floor was mopped up. Oh, definitely someone was living in there. They yeah. mopped their floor, though. I, I'm still thrown by the fact that he was mopping. Just, <laughs> I can't remember the last time I mopped my house. Like, we have one of those spray ones, but, like, a mop and a oh. bucket, like an old-timey, it just seems weird to me. All right, text in or message via the app. It's a free download. OMG. Rando texto messageo via Apple free download to an Apple store, Christina. I'm so excited about my upcoming 10th year high school reunion, which will be at a local country club. I didn't look the best when I was in high school, and I've been working out over the years and look the best I ever have. I'm proud of how far along I've come, so I want to wear something that says, wow. Nice. But the dress I have my heart set on is $250. It's a bit out of my price range, so I figured I'd buy it, wear it to the reunion, and then return it. Naughty. My husband said absolutely no, claiming it's the same as stealing. 
For once, I want to experience what it's like to go first class. Plus, I know lots of women do the same thing. Can you ask if others do this, or is it really the same as stealing? Well, it is stealing. I mean, it's, it it's it, well, it's illegal, I guess. I mean, you're not. I don't think you're gonna end up in jail for doing it, but I mean, it is. It's simply stealing. But would you do that? No, not not with what she because. Take into consideration, it's an expensive dress. Sure. She's going to be going to a reunion where she's going to be drinking, eating, possibly dancing, and sweating. And then you want to return this dress? It'd be one thing. So, like, I did this a couple years ago with a coat. I couldn't decide if I really wanted it, so I wore it here to work. And then I realized, I don't really like it that much. So then I returned the coat. But I didn't go and, like, do things in it. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I personally, what I would say is either buy the dress and then save expenses. Like, don't, like, just watch what you're spending for the next month or two. Or you can still look first class with a cheaper dress. What is she saying again about what her husband says about this? He said, absolutely no. He says it's the same as stealing. Well, even removing that, he said, did he say absolutely no? I'm assuming he said absolutely no then. Or he would have said, it's the same as stealing. Just buy it and keep it. You deserve it. You've worked hard. No, I think it's because it's an expensive dress. And on top of that, what she suggested he's saying is stealing. Yeah. Because she said it's out of the price range. So out of their price range, out of their budget. Steve, what would you do? I'd like to. Brittany just worked her butt off to look great for her high school reunion. But she wants to spend $250 on a dress. See, I mean, I, I think it's, it's fine to buy it wear it return it or whatever i mean it's a little shady definitely if she wants to find a cheaper solution maybe even just go and look and see if you can rent a dress from someplace there are places yeah. where you can do that again i don't see in this uh rando text or well, maybe i missed it when you read it christine but i don't see where she's saying i'm open to a cheaper dress i think it's this, this is the dress. dress i worked hard it's out of budget i'm doing this Please validate it for me. Well, if that's the case, I'm going to go back again to buy the dress, and then for the next month or two, don't have a splurge. Just buy necessities, you know? Yeah, I think that uh, it'd be great if she got arrested. That'd be kind of funny. Sorry. (laughs) I don't think you should wear this dress and then return it. It's pricey. You're not going to just be sitting at your reunion. And I still think you could buy something cheaper and look first class. But and see, she doesn't say that argument in there at all, Christine. Mm-mm. I say buy the dress. Don't return it. Keep it as a memento for all your hard work. Yeah. Spend the 250 bucks if you've worked that hard. What reunion is it again? Tenth year. Yeah. I mean, why not? Just do it. Yeah, buy the but dress. 250 and... bucks is a lot of money. But, I mean, it'll be worth it if you utilize the dress more than once. Well, that, I mean, you can't do that, though. It's like uh, you're, it's going to be hard to find times to use it. Maybe save it if you go out of the country in a couple of years, but how, how often are you going to be able to use this dress? She's having a high school reunion, her 10-year reunion, at a fancy country club, mm-hmm. and she wants to look splendid. So her husband's like, you are not buying a $250 dress and returning it. Plus, by the way, that's going to ruin her night because she's going to be thinking about it all night. Mm-hmm. You are setting yourself up to have something spilled on you. 100%. <laughs> all right, click a six. Weighing all the ways on this rando texto. Texto message via Apple free download and Apple Store. Christina, I'm so excited about my upcoming 10th year high school reunion, which will be at a local country club. I didn't look the best when I was in high school, and I've been working out over the years, and I look the best I ever have. I'm proud of how far along I've come, so I want to wear something that says "Wow." 
but the dress I have my heart set on is $250. It's a bit out of my price range, so I figured I'd buy it, wear it to the reunion, and then return it. My husband said absolutely no, claiming it's the same thing as stealing. For once, I want to experience what it's like to go first class. Plus, I know lots of women who do the same thing. Can you ask if others do this, or is it really the same as stealing? You know, Shelly's uh, the type of member of the Click of Six where you can look at her in a $2 dress and say, wow, how you doing, Shelly? Shelly? Good, how are you? Oh, Very <laughs> good. Shelly, what do you think? Well, I, I think that if she wants to roll that way, that's how she should roll, because like she said, people do it all the time, and it's really not wrong. We all do it all the time. Just our intentions aren't preset to return it usually. But some people do, and I, I just don't happen to think it's wrong. Okay, so let me ask you a question here because now you've kind of thrown me for a little bit of a loop. You said since people do it all the time, it's really not wrong. Is that about accurate? Well, yes. Okay. It's illegal. Well, Okay, that's if you state your intention, I'm going to buy this dress and I'm going to return it. Maybe you can look at it like that, but you're returning it. So well, what does it matter if I return it because I don't like it or I return it because I intend to return it? What is the difference? I know, but like my intention is to go five miles over the speed limit. But if I get pulled over, I'm still getting a ticket, you know, and everybody goes over the speed limit. It's the same type of thing, isn't it? Well, that's a written law, so that was a little bit different. Your apples and oranges, in my opinion. And yeah, I, I think so, too. I, think I agree that, with Shelly. I think you can milk an yeah. apple and just as easy as you can milk an orange. <laughs> yeah, but, it, but it's going to taste different, dang it. <laughs> Today's text question of the day, a flashback Friday from October 31st of 2019, Christine. What's the scariest thing that ever happened to you? Yeah, mine was a car accident. It was nothing compared to Christine going to a ghost hunting experience and bringing the ghost home. Mm-hmm. That was... <laughs> okay. Uh, you can text in or you can message via the app for the text question of the day. She totally picked up the ghost. Like, no, she you did. You know she did. You know she did. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. All right. So uh, the pandemic, let's talk about it a little bit. Bit. Uh, they're saying, you know, obviously things might be coming back, but we're not getting into that. Or let's talk a little bit about uh, shortages, like uh, wood prices are up. And the biggest thing that's going on, in my uh, my opinion, the, the the reflex of the pandemic, out of all the things, is Taco Bell's menu possibly being trimmed down because of them not being able to get their hands on stuff. If stores, uh, grocery stores, have empty shelves, you know, vegetables aren't fresh as long as they used to be, the meat, whatever. Now it's license plates. That's the new thing. So Washington State is dealing with a shortage of license plates. So this could all be coming to our state, right? Uh, Licensing agencies are now making them use temporary tags instead Mm -hmm. of a plate. But temporary tags expire after 60 days. So if you can't get a plate because they don't have them, every 60 days you have to go get a temporary tag. That sounds so annoying. Yeah, and I'm assuming it's not free. Well, I mean, just getting into... You know, the Secretary of State's kind of a pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. They said they're going to be okay here in the future, but they and they're increasing staffing and outsourcing productions to other states in hopes to get hopes of getting things back on track. But I don't want to share. My theory is like, if we're going to run out of license plates, why are we going to give them to Washington? I don't want to do that. They can get their own. Then you're Seattle. Maybe go to Canada. Yeah, stupid Washington. Yeah, people. it's right above you. You guys got all the fancy water and pretty people yeah you're covered <laughs> because that matters yeah. when it comes to your car's license uh, yeah pretty people don't need license plates duh they don't if they get pulled over they just throw them a smile yeah or a wink how you doing <laughs> 
All right, a New York City police officer is being called a hero. A New York City police officer is being called a hero. I can be your hero, baby. And he is really all that in a bag of chips. Because he, well, take a listen to what this guy did. It's, it's kind of amazing. We knew right away that we needed to seal the chest. And with a puncture wound there, we didn't want the air going in and collapsing his lung. He told me, go in the store. Give me a bag of chips. I got him a bag of chips. Then he went back and said, get me some tape. I came back in here, got him some tape. The effect was immediate and apparent. As soon as Ron finished basically getting that dressing on there, that bag of chips, right away we noticed a, a drastic improvement in his condition. He literally saved a stabbing victim and kept him alive with a bag of chips. That's By crazy. taping it to him? Yeah. That's crazy. And that's, it's incredible. It would have been funnier for you. Just like, I need a bag of chips and some tape. And, and then start, start eating, eating the, the chips, chips. while yeah. he's putting the tape on the wound. Like, uh, <laughs> or like, what brand, too? Because if it was like, if I worked for Dorito... And it was Dorito. They were Dorito yeah, chips. Chips saved lives. I, that's what I'd be doing. It'd have to be barbecue for me. Oh, that's barbecue? Mm-hmm. No, just give me a Dorito. Man, just I'm one all, Dorito. Just one Dorito. <laughs> I'm trying to lose weight, and I just one Dorito would that's make so me so funny. happy right now. I'm so desperate for just a Dorito, please. It won't kill you. Just have the Dorito chip. Yeah, right. Have the chip, and then the next thing you know, you're all judging yourself. <laughs> All right, I've been holding on to this for a while. I'm going to make you wait a little bit longer. Sex in the city has uh, the phrase, I told you this earlier, Christine, jumping the shark. Yeah, I hadn't heard that phrase before. Yeah, jumping the shark is actually from an old TV show called Happy Days. Oh. And the show spiraled down in the ratings after they had Fonzie, Henry Winkler, Mm -hmm. jump a shark. Uh, It was really bad. Did he do that with a motorcycle? Nope, it was uh, jumped a. Hold on. Steve, Steve's on the phone with a member of the Click of Six. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Steve, Steve, I need you real quick. Tell him to hold on. They, he's too polite. Just go on. Yes, hold. up. Okay, Mike, hold on. Steve. Yes. Jumping the shark when Fonzie jumped the shark on Happy Days, right? Yeah, that was like towards the end of the That's run of the, the show. Yeah. Uh-huh. Christine, ask Steve I, exactly I said, the question you asked Did me. he do it with, a mo- with his motorcycle? No, he did not because- Was it with a surfboard? Motorcycles no, don't- Motorcycles don't swim. Yeah. I mean, don't- Float. Float. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could, I could probably get him to float, but- No, but he did it with a skis. Yeah, he oh. was- uh, he, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do we need Mike right now? Well, I was. It, it's a really good uh, capper on the text or on the rando text. I don't know if you want to do it. Still, I was going to ask you off the air. All right. Well, let's talk to Mike. Hey, Mike, did you know you cannot jump a shark with a motorcycle? <laughs> yeah, you can. Oh, right. <laughs> I just can do it. Yeah. All right, Mike. We got this rando text though from a member of the Click of Six, more or less. She said uh, she wants to buy a two hundred fifty dollars dress for her ten year reunion. Yeah, and uh, it's out of her price range. So her plan was to wear it, return it, and her husband said, "Absolutely not. That's the same as stealing." What do you think, Mike? I agree with the husband. I years ago, um, I got married. I was about two weeks into my marriage, and I had a wedding reception to go to, and she wanted to buy a dress, and I knew we couldn't afford to do it. We were fighting money anyways. Yeah. And it caused an argument so bad that we ended up getting a divorce. Over a dress? Over over the dress. I'm totally, you know, I have my beliefs. 
All right. And, no, wait, and wait. I, I personally think it's totally wrong. Mike, I, I get that, but hold on. So, <laughs> good call, Steve. I, I'm moving everything around right now because I want to. We have to dissect this. I, I, I gotta, I gotta focus on you because you are uh, what they call fascinating. Okay. So, can, can I talk to you uh, in just a second more about this? You sure can. All right, hold on. Don't go anywhere. We're gonna more Mike next. <laughs> so, let's have a conversation with Mike, shall we? All right, Mike, I'm going to break this down for everybody real quick, uh, real quick for those that may just be joining the party. So years ago, Mike and uh, this sister with a brain, let's call her Susie, Mike and Susie uh, got married. It was their first marriage. It's Mike's only marriage ever. And they get married, and they start, uh, she's going to go to, uh, was was it a reunion she was wearing the dress to? No, it was a wedding reception. It was a friend of mine. We're like sisters. And, and this kind of ties. Sister and brother. <laughs> hey, I get it. So, so sister years and brother. A, years ago. Sister wife. Years ago, Mike married his sister. <laughs> yeah, sister no, Susie. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Sister Susie, yeah. So, anyways, they're going to go to this wedding reception. And much like a rando text that we did earlier today, his now new, brand new wife wants to buy a dress and return it. Immediately, Mike points out in the closet uh, a bunch of dresses with tags, right? Yep. And this conversation springboards, catapults Mike and Sister Susie, not really a sister, Mike and Susie into a divorce. How the heck do you get from point A to Z that that quick? Mike. Well, we we had we had been together for probably about thirteen years off and on. Okay. Oh, and she was your go-to. Got it. Yeah, right. and yeah. <laughs> I got you. It was a it was a waste of time. <laughs> Come to find out. Oh, but the memories but, uh, that you made together and the stories. Yeah, we have a kid together. Oh, well, that's good. There and you go. You got that. That's, that's basically why I got married. But what happened for this uh, argument about a dress? How did it go from that to we're getting a divorce? Yeah. Well, I sold sold everything that I, pretty much everything of value that I had so we could buy a house. Okay. So we buy a house. I I have never lived in it. To this day, I haven't lived in it. I'm not laughing at you. I'm sorry. You just have like the worst luck right now. (laughs) It was. It was very good. It was very bad luck. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, I, I told her, we don't have the money for it. So, and she um, said, we just, she, she says, well, well, I'll just, I'll just, uh, I'll just return it when we're, when, when, when I'm done with it. It's like, no, 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 that's disgusting. I'm, I, I don't, I don't agree with that a hundred. I don't agree with that at all. Yeah. And then you end Nor up. Nor will I ever. And yeah. then she looks at you. I talked to Mike off the air for quite a while. And then she looks at you. And she says, you know what? And this is how long were you married at this point? Probably two weeks. You know what? <laughs> Maybe we should get a divorce. Two weeks into it. Yeah. And that's the last time you were with a woman. No. Not, no, 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 no. I got three other kids after, or two other kids after that one. <laughs> okay, so you're just, you're, but it's the last time, the only time you were ever married, right? Yes, yes. So you're basically just going around our beautiful state, 
impregnating women. Spread my seed. Yeah. It's like Johnny Appleseed. Yeah, yeah. It's like Mikey Appleseed. Mikey Appleseed. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your story. Oh, man. Weirdest oh. wedding story ever. God, I could talk about that all day if we could, right? Okay, so I've been trying to have this conversation all day. I've been excited to have it all day. I, jumping the shark is a term when they say this show is jumping the shark. It means it's going downhill. Well, Sex in the City is known for quite a few things. It's known for its plots. It's known for its topics, which it'll say she types it into the computer, and it literally tells you what the topic of the show is when she's talking about her articles. It's known for its edgy conversations. It's known for its relationshipy stuff. And fashion. And specifically, it is known for its fashion. Till now. Uh-oh. Oh, no. So, Sarah Jessica Parker, who plays Carrie in Sex and the City, was filming a scene for Sex and the City, the revival. And it looks like Carrie Bradshaw has downgraded her style. She wearing Crocs? <laughs> no! Yes. What? No, no. he's lying. Oh. No. Uh, you will never see Carrie Bradshaw in Crocs. Yeah, but would you ever see... Now, she's wearing, actually, $400 shoes in the scene that they got her in. They were about 400 bucks. But did you ever think you would see Carrie Bradshaw, and I'm sure they're paying a ton of money for this, Wearing something from Forever 21. Wow. Which is not fitting for what her no. character does at all. So she was walking around. It's probably about... Uh, uh, so one of the women actually in the thread that I was reading said, Oh my God, it's something I can actually afford that she's wearing. But uh, it's it's a straight up dress. It's very... Uh, I mean, it's cute, I guess. Can I, I see it? Yeah, I'm showing it to you right there. So it's a cute dress from Forever 21. She makes it... She rocks it because Sarah Jessica Parker's awesome. But... Again, one person commented, oh, my God, I'm hating these outfits. It's not even in the league it was before. Another one said, Carrie would never do that. It doesn't fit her character. So Why wouldn't she do that? In the actual show, her and Miranda used to go to thrift shops. Yeah, but they'd go to thrift shops and walk out with a dress that cost $3,000. <laughs> and they go, oh, my God, I can't believe I got this for $4. Well, you wouldn't. Right. But that's TV. She's wearing something from Forever 21. Does not fit. No. And thrift shops in New York, me and Brittany went to some of those when we visited my brother. They're not cheap. Are they all they like fancy? Yeah. Compared to Midwestern thrift shops? Yeah. Where you can get, you know. It's not a Goodwill. Pineapple no, shorts. No, we went to a Goodwill too, and even oh, the Goodwill really? was like double prices, if not triple prices on some of the stuff. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I know. All right. Thanks, guys. Today's text question of the day is a flashback Friday from October 31st of 2019. What's the scariest thing that ever happened to you? Now, there are some great stories today. We're going to share a few of them with you. And sometimes it's just simple, like a bird flew at my car on the expressway. And you're like, ah! Yeah. And it's smack. Uh, somebody said they worked at a bank years ago and it was robbed when they were working. That's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody said that they were almost, a, like, some of these are serious, very, very serious. Like, I was almost a victim of sex trafficking years ago. Thankfully, my uh, intuition told me to leave the bus stop and go into the gas station. Always be aware of your surroundings. 100. That's uh, the PSA without a shadow of a doubt. Somebody said they were shoveling last winter at night, you know, Midwestern snow, and uh, they took a video when it was silent, and I was the only one home. I heard a voice on the video when I replayed it that said, 
But that's all it said. Do you want what? Yeah, I know. Like, what do you specifically want at that point? Huh. See, that would really bother me. Be driving me crazy. Like, at least say something like, Ooh, take me now. Yeah, or something like that. You know? <laughs> exactly that. Yeah, right? I, I just think that would work so much better than do you want. Uh, somebody knocked themselves unconscious in a scooter incident. Kids were watching. Don't remember much, but I was bummed my daughter wasn't recording. Uh, today's text question of the day, a flashback Friday from October 31st of 2019. What's the scariest thing that ever happened to you? Five heart attacks is all they said, but were they at the same time? Is that, well, that's not possible, is it? Maybe one after an I don't know. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't that just be one long heart attack? I don't know how that works. <laughs> I don't but. know how heart attacks work. Yeah, <laughs> Sounds pretty scary. Knock though. on wood. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want one. Somebody said when I was 16, I was walking my dog. I was almost home when a van stopped in the road in front of me. Five men got out and surrounded me. My dog started barking. Luckily, they were scared of my dog and got back in the van. If it wasn't for my dog, I truly believe they would have kidnapped me. Wow. That actually, not the van thing, but Alicia was, uh, we used to live near this uh, big conservative, conservatory thing, or the trail or whatever, this trail system. Yeah. And she was going on a walk with Barrett the dog, and he got really weird with this dude that was walking towards her, like really weird, started growling. And yeah. That Barrett doesn't do that. Barrett's a wuss. And he just got super protective, so she immediately Went took the off. Other, yeah. yeah. Uh, somebody said they almost drowned at a kid's birthday party when they were like 12 or 13. For the scariest thing that's ever happened to him that's that scary. is scary yeah top five is today for the text question of the day what's the scariest thing that ever happened to you man check these out on our website later there are so many of them and the sto- some of the stories are wild especially yeah. if you're into uh snapped and id and all that stuff somebody said all my experiences with spiders in my car while driving and then they went nope 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 that is terrifying spiders in your car while you're driving yes because you're trying so hard not to freak out. Right? What about them crawling up the back of your neck while you're driving? <gasps> no thanks. <laughs> See what I did there? See what I did, Steve? <sighs> yep. The chilies or made her sound like she had to go potty or something. As a kid, I had my uh, head re- I had my head resting on the passenger side window. I felt something push my head up, and then boom, we hit a deer, and his hooves were on the exact spot my head was. That's that's so scary. Wow. That's one of those scary yeah. things right there. Very, very close call. The scariest thing that's ever happened to me is uh, being told my 22-year-old daughter has cancer and told she can't have children. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. We con- conquered cancer, and we have a two-week-old beautiful grandson. She's 25. That's excellent. Congratulations. Uh, and then they went on to say God is good. Having a knife pulled on me and almost kidnapped on my way to school in junior high school. Ah. Oh, that reminds me of when I was in Tampa and I got mugged. Did you really? Yeah, I was. Uh, there's no. This isn't one of my weird jokes. I was in Tampa in Ebor City, which is like a little party bar district. Okay. And I was going to meet my buddy, and I remember back. I had one of those uh, rope necklaces on that had a crystal on it, and uh, some guys came up to me and they were like, "Money," and I'm like, "Don't have any." Uh, I'm like, you know, of course I responded with "Hi," because that's <laughs> how dumb I am. And uh, they uh, actually stole my crystal and then walked away. How much was that crystal worth? Ten bucks. But I was broke, man. I was making like 20 grand a year. Uh, Somebody said I almost got hit by a train as a middle schooler between the tracks. It was really icy in the winter. I was walking across and I slipped. I never heard him coming and he sounded the first horn as I was sliding. I've never moved so fast. Oh, my good Lord. These are insane. Let's go to number 
Let's go to number four. Number four. What's the scariest thing that ever happened to you? Guys, my family lived in and managed adult foster care homes my whole childhood. So one day when I was probably like 12 or 13, I prepared a bowl of ice cream. I cut up bananas. I put whipped creamer on it. And it had two different kinds of scissor. Ooh. Yeah, it was a beautiful bowl of ice cream. I sat it down on the counter to pour a drink for myself. And at that exact moment, one of the residents walked by and grabbed a handful of that ice cream with their bare hands and shoved it in their mouth. I'd used the last of the ice cream toppings. It could not be remade at the time. It was a terrible day. I'm still recovering. (laughs) (laughs) Poor lady. Number three, scariest thing that happened to me, one of my, uh, one of my, of many neighbor would, oh, ew. Okay. Hold on. This is weird. This is kind of creepy. Okay. Scariest thing that happened to me was, uh, I had a neighbor that would walk her porcelain dolls in a baby stroller. That is so weird. I rub lotion on them and ask them about their skin suit. <laughs> she didn't say that part. <laughs> uh, back to the text question. That's creepy, by That's the way. That's super creepy. Uh, I would stay so far from that neighbor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go to number two. What's the scariest thing that ever happened to you? Okay, this is a flashback Friday from October 31st of 2019. Number two is I woke up to a man cutting my screen open right above my bed. What? I think she typoed because she should have said I popped up, but I think she she wrote pooped up. But I pooped up or popped up after he got the whole side and half of the bottom cut. I jumped up because the sound woke me up and I popped out of my sleep. I saw him standing there, and he took off running. I can't sleep with an open window to this day. That's creepy. That's so terrifying. And number one, you are one of the luckiest people in the world. Number one. Flashback Friday, October 31st of 2019. What's the scariest thing that ever happened to you? One sentence, straight to the point. My house exploded while I was in it. Uh, huh? Did you say uh-huh or I what? I said, uh, like, huh? Yeah, they're, uh, that's all they said. Yeah. That's I, it? That's it. My house exploded while I was in it. That's terrifying. Hopefully they survived and it wasn't a ghost. That oh, God. Like, that's the, like the, the ghost that followed Christine home? That's exactly who it was. Yeah. From my home to hers. Yeah. Christine, I'm in your house right now. Christine's positive that a ghost followed her home and tried to smother her with yep. a pillow. She's not just, you can tell by her firm yup just then. Is that accurate? That's 100% accurate. Yep. 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 You ready to get funky? Have a good day at work. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. Put your muffin down. Get out of your car. All up in your face, radio. Check out the dynamic duo. Good what kind of a name is fish? One fish, two fish. Oh, you gotta go fish. Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. Radio. 